deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. A whole lot of things got to change in 2020. I remember what I told y'all about 2020. Yeah. Uh, no, no more chicks with no lips. No chicks with no lips. 2020. Oh, I'm holding you to that. I had I'm a done licking train. gums. <laughs> You're not getting a giggle snort already, bro. Nice try. I tried. Hello and welcome to the NF Super Villains Podcast. This is the L joined by Heister. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> I got a start. My J. <laughs> hey. Hey. And Ray Ray. Sometimes you guys are terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Holy sometimes. <laughs> I was being generous, okay? I... No, seriously, it's my resolution every year, and every year I do get a little bit better. I'm trying to be a nicer person. Like, okay. that's, that's that's what I'm trying to do. No, because when no. all of your friends jokingly call you an asshole, but they're not joking, I figure I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that guy that they say I love. I, you, I know what you mean. When a stranger calls you an asshole, it's like, what? Fuck you. If your friends call you an asshole, you got to self-reflect. Exactly. (laughs) hmm. Especially when they all say it. Like there's some, (laughs) there must be some truth to that. What the hell? Right. Am I an asshole? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe because my feelings aren't hurt. So, you know. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's get back to 2020, which started off with a bang. Literally, Donald Trump authorized a drone strike killing Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. This was in response to an Iranian-backed militias uh, attack on a U.S. on the U.S. embassy in Baghdad. They pretty much pillaged the joint, and this resulted in Trump authorizing the use of a drone strike to kill Soleimani, which then Iran responded with a ballistic missile attack onto the U.S. bases and and allied forces bases in Iraq. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. I feel like Iraq really got the short end of the stick on this because, you know. Yes and no. To get into the whole yes and no's of it, you need to dig into how this all started anybody got any idea how the iran american tensions actually happened started uh no i do not uh didn't they they paid for something bad if i remember correctly so we froze their money that too i'm also gonna guess oil had something to do with the oils. Yeah. 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 yeah at, at the root of it all. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's been. Yeah. Because that's where our freedom is, apparently. Has, hasn't, yeah. hasn't it been like 60, 70 plus years of the United States fucking around in Iran's business, basically? Pretty much, since we uh, helped reinstate the deposed Shah. But we won't go back that far. If you want to go back that far, listen to the episode of. Behind the Bastards on their episode on General Qasem Soleimani. It gives a good breakdown on everything. But 
you know, that's enough plugging an, another podcast that has sponsors and doesn't know we exist. Uh, but to get to the to, to deal to blah, 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 to talk about General Soleimani, we only need to go back to about really the 1980s during the Iran and Iraq War. Okay, cool. that started. I'm sorry. I would just say I wasn't born yet. I was safely tucked away inside my father. Continue. Uh, my brother actually went over for that. And even though I was really little, I followed um, every news story that my mom would let me watch because I was hoping to find out what was going on with Bill. This was way before you could just make phone calls and stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, This wasn't exactly Operation Desert Storm. Oh, OK. That's what I was. I, yeah, no, this was pre, yeah. this started in 1980 and ended in 88. Oh, oh he, I wasn't born yet either in hmm. 80. Yeah. Well, then you millennials should just be quiet. And, um. Oh. Okay. Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Maje. Just a little background on that. Iraq invaded Iran in September of 1980. Um, the U.S. through our support to Iran giving them arms and money and yada, yada, yada. But when Iran kicked Iraq's ass and decided, all right, now we're going to invade them, America all of a sudden goes, you know what? Let's give Iraq weapons and support. Wait, why? So we were playing both sides. Why did we do that? Because the, the, the idea was for neither one of them to get too much power, gain too much land, yada, yada, yada. Oh. So neither one of the they countries were, would become too dominant. Wow. They were trying to keep the crabs in the bucket. Essentially keep them fighting with each other so they can't get out. Um, wow. yeah, yeah, sort of. And you got to remember our biggest ally in the area and the one we're most loyal to, the two that we're most loyal to are Saudi Arabia and uh, Israel both of which have beef with Iran. So, well, I play a lot of video games, right? Oh, shit. Here comes Call of Duty. Oh, God. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if I was, like, a general, I'd be like, well, if none of y'all like Iran, why don't I just go against Iran and give Iraq the guns? Well, you know what? Iraq's terrible. You know, everyone's terrible, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So... At that time, Saddam Hussein was in charge, and him and his, you know, his regime was pretty fucked up. Yeah, he's fucked up. Yeah. Um, Iran wasn't too much better, but who was? They did have some leniency with their people. Who was in control of Iran at the time? Uh, at that time, the Ayatollah Khomeini, I believe. I kind of remember this from the Simpsons episode. Moving on, <laughs> jump to two thousand one. <laughs> Anybody remember what happened in 2001? September 11th. Did that, yeah. that thing? Yeah. So. Also, the Patriots won the Super Bowl because, you know. Because the Patriots and America, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I was in eighth grade. I was. You know. Oh, my God. That just made me feel old. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. You're you not know, this old. isn't about y'all. Actually, well, today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. See, this is just it. You, you millennials and Gen uh, Zers making memes and shit about 
we don't want to go to war. I Making it all don't. about y'all. Because I don't. Like, try, I get those memes off your page. It's like, try living through a time. Yeah, when but you, I'm 46. I've gone through this a few times. Yeah, it's like, try living in a time when you thought you were going to get vaporized by nuclear weapons at any point. Well, yes. When you're, when, you're like, when you're a teenager. Yeah, well, we, we, uh, grew, we grew up in a time where we thought at any moment global thermal nuclear war was going to happen. The 60s weren't that bad, Elliot. God damn. We weren't in the 60s. You <laughs> shut up. Oh. And actually, the 60s were what? terrible. I'm sorry yeah, you they went were. that. I'm yeah. sorry you went for that. <laughs> I was born in 73. Eat a bowl of... All right, I'm moving on. The thing is, after September 11th, Iran let the U.S. fly over their airspace during the initial Afghanistan invasion. And Iran fought alongside U.S. troops in Afghanistan. Because back in 1998, a group of Taliban members killed nine Iranians when they destroyed, and they, they, they raped and pillaged, literally raped and pillaged, a, a, a village in northern Afghanistan. Iran was about to invade Afghanistan, but General Soleimani, this is when he be, became really the man, says, no, we can't fight them on their turf, which we soon learned. Right. Uh, so he started doing what America had done and supporting different factions and their fight against the Taliban, people who knew the terrain, the Northern Alliance of Afghanistan. So we were working together with the Northern Alliance and they're using our airspace and everything seemed to have been going okay until Bush decides to name his axes of evil for reasons Naming Iran, Iraq, two countries that hate each other, and North Korea, who has nothing to do with either one of those countries. Huh. Hmm. Thus setting up further years of the U.S. forever war. Do you know, like, I was just going to say, how long has it been going on, like, since I'd say... September 11th. You said that was 2001. You want to get deep into it. This has been going on since like the 60s. Yeah. The, the, C, the CIA has been fucking around in those countries for forever. And Just... the thing is, the um, the decision to support Iraq and Iran during their war, you know, supporting whoever was losing, <laughs> uh, General Soleimani was in that uh, he was just a he was a soldier, he had some rank but he saw how the US flipped on us and he learned the whole proxy war thing, so the US and Soleimani uh, leading Iran have been supporting various groups in this proxy war against each other like Iran supports um Assad regime and Syria. Um, yet we both supported jihadists in their fight against other groups we didn't like in Iraq. And yeah, we are both equally responsible for creating ISIS, for giving the jihadist weapons, thinking, hey, our enemies don't 
they don't like our enemies, we'll give them weapons. And yeah. And that, that was part of the whole Cold War thing where we had the what what became, you know, Al-Qaeda fighting the Russians. Yeah. Yeah. So when that, whenever you have these proxy wars, things get overly complicated. And Suleimani was the one that created all the connections that affected Yemen and every and Jordan and all these other battles in the area. So people have tried to paint him as a hero, but he's caused this so much harm to innocent people that he doesn't deserve that. He can be a hero for Iran because he has stopped them from being in wars. He also has done some somewhat shitty shit in aiding to uh, quell some of their protest and uprising. But yeah, he wasn't a good dude, but Iraq invited him there for peace talks and we found out he was going to be there and killed him. So now Iraq wants us out of the U.S., uh, out of Iraq again. You know, it's crazy. Oh, oh, one more thing. I'm sorry. Uh, Iran did let Iraq know that they were going to bomb the the bases before they did it. Like, hey, we're going to do this. It's going to be a precision strike. No casualties. And nothing and no harm to your people. So yeah, they're winning the P, they're winning the PR war on this. Well, I think outside of the brainwashed masses who are still supporting that Cheeto dusted pile of lard, most people understand that this is not something that we really want to like start going to again. You know, like we're still. Um, I think deployments are still running on a pretty regular basis to Afghanistan. Nobody really wants to pursue another war where we're going to have men and women who've been pretty much doing for their entire careers, some of them, rotations back and forth to the Middle East. The equipment's old. You know, like, the equipment wasn't safe back when at the really bad height of the war, back when I was buried like a decade ago. That equipment wasn't safe then, and they're still using that same equipment. We don't have money for a lot of stuff, but suddenly we've got war money. We They did upgrade a lot of the uh, desert war equipment. Like, I think Bradley tanks were decommissioned because they sucked. But that's when the Desert Eagle was created, a handgun that can fire in the dust. Ooh, in the sand. That big fifty caliber pistol? I love that thing. It's one of my favorite guns in uh, Call of Duty. I think the bigger complaint was the body armor was what they were saying was insufficient. Yeah. And yeah, a, a desert storm was a mess. A lot of we can take something where we actually have the moral ground and just fuck it up. Yeah. Because it's the U.S. I mean, except for his his obviously loyal followers, this has not worked out the way that Trump wanted. This Uh -uh. is this is clearly not not played out the way he wanted. I mean, that's why he he seemed kind of stoned and out of it and just fucked up recently, like more so than usual. Yeah, he he needs to be loved, appreciated, admired. He's a narcissist. And now everybody's mad at him, even people he who support him. I oh, mean, he can, yeah. he can uh, well, powerful people who support him. He can still go to one of his rallies and they'd be like, yay. But, you know, I've been 
because I hate myself, apparently, I've actually been reading the comments under some of these news stories about how he's handling things. Uh, please stop. No, no, <laughs> but go ahead. You'd be surprised that people are starting to get really upset because now it's looking like their kids that they told it's okay to enlist are actually going to probably see some serious action that they weren't expecting. Because now it's going to affect them. It's like it's one right. If you're locking up families, brown, you know, brown people, they don't care. No. But now that their kids have to go off to war, now now they're concerned. Yeah. Yep. Fuck them. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much, as I said, with drug, with the drug epidemic and age and every other problem they let affect disenfranchised people, they eventually come. And, and get to the white people. And then I say the same Gun thing. violence. And it's funny because everyone's been telling them that. We've all been telling them that for years. And they're like, no, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll just see. No, it's a character flaw right. within you people. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they get so offended when I say that? I don't ever mean it like you people, you people. I just mean like you people over there, you people. And they're like, what do you mean you people? I'm like. Like literally, people. Because they're, yeah. well, you know, they're they're the new victims. And it, it, it's not that things don't happen under Democratic presidents, but every single Republican president that we've had in like the last 30, 40 years has gotten us all mixed up in the Middle East. Yeah, uh, our foreign relations tanks at, with their economy under Republican leadership. Yet they can blame. Coat people of color here and abroad. Yep. Fuckers. Every time. Sp speaking of people getting mad at uh blaming white people, Terry Gilliam, Monty Python <laughs> alumni and director of Time Bandits <laughs> Brazil and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, says he is tired of white men being blamed for everything wrong in the world. Hmm. Speaking of someone who can doing eat everything wrong. Speaking yeah. of someone who can who can eat a bowl of dicks. <laughs> yeah. In a recent interview uh, in, with the Telegraph, he doubled down on his uh, Me Too movement witch hunt. Uh, yeah, that's what he's saying. He believes it is, and implies that Harvey Weinstein's victims receive bumps in their careers. Uh, no, I hope his dick falls off. He like, I. Seriously, hope it falls off. He he should talk to Mira Savino about that. He, they should have a conversation. <laughs> he wouldn't listen. No. He wouldn't listen. Uh, here's a quote of what he said. He uh, claims to have spoken to a woman who uh, worked in Hollywood and knew, and knew how things were. He says she has got her story of being in the room and talking her way out of it. She says, I can tell you a lot of girls who didn't, and I know who they are, and I know the bumps in their career. I'm saying they benefited. And the point is, you make choices. I can tell you about a very well-known actress coming up to me and saying, what do I have to do to get in your film, Terry? No woman has ever really wanted to be in one of your films, Terry. No. Come no. to think about it, you have very few women in your films, Terry. Anyway, I don't understand why people <laughs> behave as if this hasn't been going on as long as there have been powerful people. 
it's wrong, Terry. Uh, I understand that men have more power longer, but I am tired as a white male of being blamed for everything that is wrong in the world. But they... Yeah, he literally just said they had the power and made women have to do shit to get roles. Yeah, he doesn't see why their people are upset with them. Didn't he ruin a bunch of uh, careers of women and get them blacklisted when they wouldn't? Like, isn't that what happened with Rose McGowan? Because she had a pretty promising career and then she just disappeared. That's what happened with Mary Servino. That's what happened with Courtney, Courtney Love, as whatever I may think of her, had like an acting career that was getting started. And she kept speaking out against Howard. She kept speaking out against Weinstein. Yeah. You know, I I might be one of those rare people on this earth who's actually rooting for her to like, you know, pull through whatever it is she's going through. Who, Courtney Love? Yes. Not after she killed Kurt. Um <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Let my girl alone. No, no, I, I, I liked Hole's music, her band music. Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm and, saying. I love her music. I still listen and, to it. And her roles. She she acted her asses off. I, I, God. I didn't mean to say she had a big ass. Well, um, no, but she was a really good actress, and I also hope Harvey Weinstein's dick falls off. That'd be too good for him. Uh, later in the interview, Terry Gillum claimed to have to be a quote black lesbian and transition. It was wow. some kind of ploy to make the interviewer Alexandra Pollard think about something only insecure white dudes can understand. <laughs> I, what, yeah. What is with all the like insecure white directors lately? It's like you can't just rest on your laurels and be happy that you made all these movies that people like. You have to like come out and complain about shit. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of weird. It's like <laughs> just just be happy that there's a subset of film fans that like you and just shut the fuck up. And but you his movie um the Don Quixote movie he's been trying to make forever. Yeah. It's finally it's finally been made and he's having trouble getting it distributed. He's salty as hell. Because nobody gives a shit about Don Quixote. I can say that as an English major. <laughs> nobody, nobody gives a sh- nobody gives a shit about that character. Do a movie about something people give a shit about. And it doesn't help that he's fucking repugnant. Who wants to deal with him? Right. Like when there's so many other movies being produced and made that are good and people are actually going to want to watch without wanting to puke every five seconds. Who wants to deal with him? He's, he's, oh God, I can't. He's a victim. Speaking of of movies um, people want to see and he doesn't approve of, earlier in December he gave some harsh criticism to the movie Marvel's Black Panther. What did he saying, say? This, saying, this is this is where I wanted to beat the shit out of him, but he quote, I hated Black Panther. It makes me crazy. It gives young black kids the idea that this is something to believe in. Bullshit. It's utter bullshit. I think the people who made it have never been to Africa. They went and got some stylists from for some African pattern fabrics and things, but I just hated that movie. Partly because the media we're going on about about the importance of bullshit. It's called fantasy, you dumbass. It's Afrofuturism. He's, he's mad because there was one white guy in the whole movie. That's what it well, is. Yeah. And well, then, I, I and think then he, he was 
he was constantly getting clowned through the entire movie. <laughs> probably didn't like that, you know, they had a society. He probably views Africa as a bunch of people in loincloth with their titties hanging out. Oh, you know he does. I... The, the old National Geographic. Do you know there are people like that it. exist? I dated one very briefly, and then I found out that's the thing that he thought was like all of Africa, and that kind of killed killed what was looking like a pretty cool relationship. But yeah, no, he thought that everybody in Africa is starving, that they all live in huts, that they don't have cars or indoor plumbing or any kind of anything. Really, it it was really really upsetting that. In this day and age, with all the information available, there are still people walking around thinking shit like that. Uh, also, he's talking about movies that are fiction. It's not like there's actual billionaires that fly around in a suit of armor either. It's yeah. fiction. Dumbass. All his movies were, I mean, come on, Time Bandits was about a bunch of time-traveling midgets. That... I don't think I've ever watched any of his movies. Name off of you. Uh, he also did 12 Monkeys. Oh, okay. I didn't uh, see that, but only because of Brad Pitt. Brazil. Uh, the Brazil. awful bro- the Brothers Grimm. Uh, like, no. How do you oh, fuck yeah. up that with a good cast? And oh, anyway, and his most recent movie, The Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, which I think flopped horribly. I didn't see that. It looked. I, th- I think that was the last one that Heath Ledger was in, so they had to like redo it with like different actors because they only had someone they only had oh, so much yeah, footage. I saw that one. That wasn't no, that wasn't it. That was a different movie. Okay. This was far more recent. Okay. Um but I think it did get panned. I don't remember. He has he hasn't had a hit movie in a long time. Nah, it's been a hot minute for Terry. Which is probably why he's so bitter. Yep. Why can't people ever be happy for other people who are doing well? Like you said, just sit back and relax and enjoy the fact that you have people that enjoyed your shit at one time and let other people be great. I mean, that, I mean, there's an argument to be made that, yes, superhero movies take up a lot of space in, in studios, but there's other movies that come out all year round and you don't hear those directors complaining because their movies actually do well. Okay, but here's the thing. Look at how shitty things have been for us for the last couple of years. Superhero movies give people a real chance to escape from all of that and just live in a world where, like, a guy in a bat suit swoops out of somewhere and saves you. Let people fucking escape. Fantasy is very important with coping with, you know, everything that's going on. I see it as this. I looked it up one time and there's roughly 800 movies that are released every year. Less than a dozen have superheroes or even come from comic books. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even if, even if they did take up like a huge space, it's like, that's been the case a lot of the time in history anyway. Like Westerns used to be huge, you know, gangster movies used to, used to be huge. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The '90s action movie craze with Schwarzenegger and Stallone everywhere. Yeah, and-, and then we went through some really uncomfortable shit in the early 2000s with what was that? Oh God, Shaky I can't cam? remember the name. What was that, yes. Marjay? Shaky Cam. Oh, yeah, Shaky sh- Cam. Well, that wasn't really a, like a genre, but it's like a yeah, yeah, the found footage genre. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I never cared for at all. I loved it. No, I, I um, hate 
I, I depends on the movie. I like I liked um, the Blair Witch Project, but no. I hated Cloverfield. That scared the hell out of me. I, I did not. I did not like Cloverfield at all. I didn't like Cloverfield was hot either. shit. Well, yeah. it's because I like aliens, and no, it, there were, at that time there was no real like alien movie. It was just I. Uh, the characters, I, I, there was no, there was nothing there to. Yeah, there was I, no substance. I was I don't rooting. Give a I was about them. I was rooting for all of them to get killed. Yeah, like, they were I, terrible people. I was I was rooting for the monsters. That's not that's never good. Yeah, I, and I, and I to make it bad, the monster wasn't interesting enough to root for. No. I didn't, I, in order to enjoy Cloverfield, you had to read all these weird backstory things, and people I were did. trying to defend it, saying you should read this. I'm like, I don't, I don't I shouldn't have to read something to understand it. That that's J.J. Yeah. Abrams, right? Yeah. This, this yeah. is, that's my problem with J.J. Abrams is that he never writes a complete story. No, no, no he's that's he my biggest ass. problem with him. Um, moving on to another subject and to something Reagan just brought up a, a little while ago. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have decided to step away from the royal family. Good for them. Good. He actually said something during an interview, um, something along the lines of he was not going to play play this game with him, which is pretty awesome. I'm, nice. I'm living for this right now. Now, <laughs> the cynical part of me is like, Oh my God, the dude that Rich is walking away from his family and people are concerned about how him and his wife and child are going to make a living. Right. That motherfucker's they, still rich. Yeah. <laughs> they trademarked a bunch of stuff. They are not going to hurt for money. And I'm pretty sure with them no. moving back over this way, Megan's going to go back to work. Yeah. She mm-hmm. Was she really that good though? You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I never watched any of her stuff before she married um, Harry, but he was always my favorite prince, so I thought I'd give her a try. (laughs) It's the same cheesy stuff you find. Like I like burn notice for God's sake, so of course I like cheese. It's it's cute. She she is one of I I refer to them as like the the big brown eyes actresses. She's kind of like that that what's Uh. her name who was on Smallville. Uh, the one who played Lana, she she yes, has she has that ability to a big doe eye to emote with her eyes, so she's very good at that. She's not a bad actress, but she's not like you know, I wouldn't say she was Oscar caliber or anything like that. Yeah, she's not gonna win an Oscar, but I happen to like cheesy, you know, stuff like that. I watch yeah. NCIS for God's sake. Oh, <laughs> don't judge me. They refer to as the as the, al- you. the alpha the alphabet <laughs> shows. I love NCIS. F- do, do you, oh my God, you're right. You watch the one with LL Cool J. <gasps> Wait, there's a show with LL. Yeah, and 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 the dude from who played Robin in Batman and Robin. Yeah, what? yeah, they got their NCIS. No, one of them number shows LA and Linda shows oh, okay. LA. Linda well, Hunt is, now, Linda Hunt I is mean, in it, basically playing Edna Mode. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to find that. Thank you. Now I have. And Shane McMahon appears occasionally. Wait, like the wrestler dude? Vince McMahon, son. Yep, I Sh- refuse to watch this show now. <laughs> for, <laughs> I used for to some watch reason, it. when you said that name, the image of Michael Chiklis popped into my head for half a second. It oh, Jesus. Make sense at all. <laughs> nah, not too much different. Um, There's someone whose career is kind of like, is over. Who? What did he Michael do? Chiklis. It's like, I haven't heard anything from him in like 
what like a, over a decade wasn't he on uh the shill oh the no last wait he was, he was on gotham that's right he was on gotham <gasps> yeah. oh he was but i stopped watching after the first season wasn't he on the one with heisenberg didn't he play Heisenberg's brother-in-law? Oh, he brother did. He played the, he played no, the brother-in-law no, on Breaking Bad. No, that's a, no, he did. no, that's no, a that, different actress. That's, that's a, different a different actor. Oh, Sorry, my God. We're all terrible people. They that's don't a different actor. The no, 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 no. You're no, a terrible oh, person. Oh, well, I knew that wasn't. Uh, they, are, they are pretty similar. I'll give you that. <laughs> they, they're kind of chunky, bald, white guys. Okay. And they always seem like they're seething with rage for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I wasn't that far off. It was an honest mistake. I'm not a terrible person anyway. And they both play cops, so Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, no, yeah. I'm not bad. Yeah. yeah. That was an honest mistake. Yeah. But but back to the Markle and Prince Harry thing, my only other thing is why do we care about them? Oh we really no, should I but... remember. I remember now. I remember why I cared because he said in an interview, um, the rest of that quote was, he said, I'm not going to get caught up in the game that killed my mother. What is going oh, on okay. in the royal palace right now? Yeah, and he also said um, he has his own family and he has to take care of them. He, yeah. He's pretty much the... Anybody that's ever dated interracially and had to deal with the racist family and friends of somebody else, right. of, of their significant other can appreciate the guy that goes you know what i'm not gonna put you through this shit or yeah. the girl that says you know what i'm not gonna put you to through this shit and and, the, yes. and this is why when anybody ever starts trying to talk shit from another country like canada is better united states britain is better united states it's like you got people mm -hmm. you got white people in that country that are pissed off about this but they're okay with the fact that a member of the royal family is a fucking pedophile yeah right. that's another th th reason Wait, he probably want to get away from them too Yes, uh, Andrew. Yeah, and not to mention the incest. Oh, yeah. So we just go brush yeah. over the fact that there's a pedophile and incest? Well, okay, the incest so hasn't happened in a while. But, but it Andrew it's, it's part of connected the brand. with Epstein? Yes, he is. Like, he was always at Epstein's little island or whatever? Yeah, yeah he was one of Epstein's running buddies. Wow. Yeah. But the... But the incest is part of their brand. I mean, that's like their thing. Keep the blood well, pure. All, all of the the royals of Europe were related in marrying each other for But decades. it's 2020. You should stop fucking okay, family members. They're not fucking family members anymore. Well, no, it's just current... there was enough of it up until like 1950. Well, I mean... <laughs> you know why, Let's guys, look at, real quick, you, you know seen... why Elizabeth... That's probably why Harry Forehead's so big. No, no, no. Let me you, tell you real quick why. Have the you queen seen okay Prince Charles? This. I mean, come on. They, when they did Megan's background and traced her family lineage, they actually found out she is a very distant cousin, which is why the queen was gave some kind of sense of, okay, I'm going to let you do this. But I said, <laughs> when, I said it when he married her that he pretty much gave her two choices at that point. She could allow the marriage to go through and they would stay in Buckingham Palace and play the royal game, or he could just abscond the throne because he was never going to see it anyway and go mm. to America and marry Meghan anyway. And I think that that decision was given to her. She said, okay, well, I'll let it go. But then they just started to treat his wife any old way. 
And not so, to mention the press over there is really vicious too. Oh, they are so mean to her. Yeah, I've been mean, mm-hmm. here. They're they're racist terrible. as fuck. Yeah, they covered at her all kinds of ways. I'd have to shoot, I'd have to shoot somebody. I'd have used my royal powers to shot somebody. I I, I, I think I, I, he I, was getting close, which is why he said he was going to take his family and go. Yeah. Speaking of, London, uh, uh, speaking of London, uh, speaking of uh, England, a twenty-five foot model of a triceratops had to be removed from the high street in God's Hill in the Isle of Wight after it was dragged from a Jurassic garden. Wait, wait, what? Some motherfuckers pulled a prank. They they went and grabbed a giant full model triceratops and left it in the middle of the street. Whoever did that, bless them. Yeah, bless you. Could could you imagine you're like half awake and you like, (laughs) you get up for your like your morning jog or something and you see that in the middle of the street. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, God. So, like, because Chuck never listens to the show, I'm going to go ahead and confess. Sometimes when I wake up really early in the morning, I go outside for a cigarette. And I think if I looked down the street and saw that shit, I would assume that I had just smoked myself past redemption and I'd call into work and go back to bed. As well, you should. (laughs) Oh, that's so awesome. How much did you say that thing weighed? Um, it took, I, I don't think I said the weight, but oh. it, t- it would have taken at least seven people to move it. That is teamwork that's makes dream work, guys. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great prank. Yeah. Uh, Christmas just passed and a child's Christmas gift is part of the, you know, has ruined part of the family's, uh, holiday. <laughs> oh no. I think I know what this is. Uh, The 12-year-old used a magnifying glass to set the lawn on fire that also spread to the house. (laughs) No, that's not what I was thinking it was. Oh, no, I thought it was the Merbaby. Is this kid's name Bart Simpson? Wait, (laughs) Merbaby. Oh. um... Wait. (coughs) I'm sorry, what was that? Okay, so in a nutshell, this woman's kid said she wanted a merbaby doll for christmas so she got on to etsy because where else are you going to find that and ordered one and when it arrived it had a bunch i guess no it didn't arrive because it got stopped at customs i guess the head was full of drugs like somebody had stuffed a bunch of drugs into the head of the merbaby oh no that would improve christmas actually what kind of drugs (laughs) i think it was coke uh, I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, Wait, how much that. coke though? Because the street. Oh my god! Christmas <laughs> hey, amazing. You cut that, and then we're we're going on a shopping spree, kids. <laughs> back back to the story though. Let me just put uh, some the twelve year old. What did you say? I was just gonna put some in my teeth. I I seen it in TV shows. I don't do cocaine. I I, I smoke marijuana. No, I you well, just like the way it TV. smells, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, Elle. I'm done now. The 12 year old named Caden, who wanted to magnify gla- uh, glass for Christmas, says, quote, I just wanted to start a little fire. How did I know the kid's name would be Caden? <laughs> that is like the whitest name ever. Well, Ooh. because if it had been like anybody else, the, the story wouldn't have ended there. They would have had to mention the arrest of the mama for whooping their ass. Yeah. Mm, possibly. Uh, Buck's Crime Watch 
PA, I take it that's Pennsylvania.com reports, Kimberly Zimmerman was arrested and charged on 12-27-19. Um, on December 23rd at approximately 8.48 a.m., in in the, the Morrisville Police and Fire Department were dispatched to the rear of 111 West Bridge Street for the report of a motorhome on fire. Oh, shit. During the course of the investigation, it was found out that a white female arrived on the scene in a black Chevy sedan at around 8.35, entered the motorhome, and left prior to it catching fire. The vehicle she was driving entered the lot uh, from West Bridge Street and exited the same direction. This is way too much information. I'm sorry. Uh... One thing they noticed about the lady was her T-shirt. And this is pretty much how they caught her. Anybody want to guess what her shirt said? Only you can prevent forest fires? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I have nothing. Act crazy. Uh, Oh, Oh, okay. So <laughs> I thought it was like a Smokey the Bear shirt, you know? Nope. The shirt said act crazy when she went and set a motorhome on fire. Oh God. Well, I mean, she she did what she was told, I guess. I mean she it's... was up there she's up there with the guy we talked about last episode with this shirt that said, um, it's only a crime if you get caught. Right. <laughs> and he was committing a crime. And he got caught. Speaking of uh Probably getting a shout out to a real one. A bank robber throws money on the street and yells Merry Christmas. Aw. That's motherfucking that, amazing. That's 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 cool, man. I I hope he's okay in jail, because they probably KKTV eleven in uh Carolina uh, Colorado Springs reports. Witnesses say a robber was doing everything he could to get caught after holding up a downtown Springs bank in the middle of lunchtime. <laughs> oh, uh, one person said, uh, Dion Pascal, said he robbed the bank, came out, and threw the money all over the place. Where was this at? What was this at again? Colorado Springs, Colorado. Fucking A. God damn son of a bitch. That's According to the police. Like this. That's a good lunch break. <laughs> According to police, the robber walked into the Academy Bank uh, and uh, claimed he had a weapon in its pocket and took the cash. Uh, Police have not confirmed what happened next, but according to Pascal, the crook tried to put a holiday spin on the crime and he started throwing the money out of the bag and yelled Merry Christmas. Robin motherfucking hood. in 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 an event that will totally piss off Maje. Wait, what? No. Bystanders scooped up the money and gave it back to the You seller. mother... What oh, the hell? On. No, I did too. Really? The fuck is Shit. wrong with these people? Although, uh, the although you, know why they, you know why they probably did it is that they know the money was probably easy to trace. I don't care. There's a crackhead on the street corner that would trade some of that out for you. Give you gift sorry, cards or something. Not, not everybody has those options, though. Not everybody knows somebody that can, like, you know, move money for them. Oh. So. Drive to the bad side of town, the fuck? Like, you yeah, can find you can them. Go, 
You can go two towns over and buy some motherfucking shits. Oh, trust trust me. I disagree with them giving it back, but I understand why. You know the goddamn lottery tickets on the ball with that bullshit? Right? No, no, they could trace that because they could trace the cash. Oh, and no, they could. So, no. Just if you the, win, yeah. But Doritos don't have no gold. trace. Yes, the gold. culprit identified a 65-year-old David wow. Wayne Oliver then went and sat down in the Starbucks for police to come and arrest him. Makes sense. I like that guy. He- was he just oh, trying to go back to jail? Maybe. I think he was probably going back to jail. Like, nobody wants to hire felons. It's really hard for them to get jobs. I can imagine after a while of struggling, some people, especially at an older age, might want to go back to what they know. Hmm. But they gave the cash back? Yeah. They gave it. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Monte. It broke my heart, too, man. I dream of shit like that. I just want to be in a situation where... Somebody just throws a bunch of money and then gets, you know. I want to walk in on a no country for old man situation. You don't want that situation. You don't want that situation. You really don't want that situation. I've never actually seen that movie because it, there's a lot of violence and I couldn't. I yeah, it doesn't. It, you don't want that situation because that doesn't end well for anybody. Well, you know what else doesn't end well yeah, for from people? from what I understand. What? Cell phone related face injuries are on the rise. What? Wait, what? How? <laughs> are they dropping them on their face? Or... Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, that doesn't yep. surprise me. Because I see people Wait. walking with their phone and not paying attention to anything. Fox News reports a study led by a facial plastic surgeon and published Thursday Whoa. in the uh, JAMA Oratorianology Journal found a spike and face injuries from cell phones. One case included a woman who yeah. broke her nose when she dropped her cell phone on her face. Oh my God. No. Dr. Boris uh, Paskover of Rutgers uh, said he looked over 20 years of research data and found an increase in injuries beginning in 2006 when smartphones initially hit the market. Quote, cell phones related injuries to the head and neck have increased steeply over the recent 20 year period, with many cases resulting from distractions. Although to the, the neck? Uh, yes, people walking around staring at their phone, not with their head over, or oh. just sitting down with your head bent over looking at your phone. Oh, I almost walked into a saguaro once because I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at my phone, so I guess I get it. Into a saguaro? A saguaro. Those are the big cactuses you always see with the like arms going out. Oh, okay. Wow, I thought you meant the and pizza place. Yeah. No, saguaro cactuses are like every five feet in Arizona. And some I'd rather really walk into a. I'd rather walk into a, a cactus than a saguaro. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the oh. neck injuries you can get from like just staring at your cell phone all the times can turn can cause long term complications. Yes, I know. I have that actually. Now that my old boss, the chiropractor, told me that I was damaging my neck. Yeah. I'm always looking at my phone. Oh no! Yeah, uh, around two thousand injuries a year has ha- have happened since two thousand and six. Wow. Uh, some people say they love their smartphones, and probably hearing this information won't make them do anything about it. Nope. 
just bring your phone up to eye level, people. It's not that hard. Or don't let it go once you get it at eye level if you happen to be laying down, or else you're going to break your nose, apparently. Yeah. Or don't Woman tried to pass off dog urine as her own during a what? failed police uh, drug test. <laughs> it's... You okay, can't come on. just hop right into that. You didn't. You didn't finish urine. My, my nah. question is how, how high was she when she came up with this idea? A Kentucky woman oh. gave her probation officer a dog urine sample during a drug screening, police said. Uh, Julie Miller, age 40, of RJ, wherever the fuck RJ, Kentucky, was arrested Monday on charges of tampering with physical evidence. <laughs> Miller admitted she tried to use dog urine as her own sample to officers at the Bell County Probation and Parole Office. Uh, she pleaded guilty and uh, in the, and charged with first degree to per, uh, possession of a controlled substance. You didn't have a human Did that you could have like... Did they say what the substance is? Uh, okay. Nah, she's... Nah. She, uh, she still has to go to court, I believe. She, she, oh, she doesn't have a friend. I'm thinking that's got to be math. She doesn't have a friend to piss in a cup for somebody. Yeah, Nobody. but obviously the dog. <laughs> Man's best friend, yes. And women's best friend, apparently. Um, I just want to put it out there that this is, that's got to be something heavy, right? Like, people don't do that because they smoked a joint. No. That's got to be something real bad. Well, you're on probation. Anything could get you in trouble. Oh, that's that. She true. gave it to her her her, her, her um, parole officer. Anybody want a story out of Australia? Which is kind of fucked up, considering everything Australia is going through. Seriously, why haven't we heard about the part about the Aborigine? But um. Oh shit. What? I just thought about that. Yeah, why haven't we heard about that business? Because people they care don't more about koalas care. and kangaroos and wallabies. I, I thought I'm s- I thought they would have just been moved to safer places. Isn't that isn't that what no, you do? No, they no, they don't care. They take right. those people's children and adopt them out to white families. They run them off their land. They don't we, fucking care. We can only hope that they are on reservations, not in the area of uh, the brush fires. Wait, yeah. we can we can only hope. So no one's like, hey, we should go. Nobody's uh, reporting on it, man. Nobody. Well, if they are, Maje, nobody's saying anything. No, nah, for like three days, I kept I kept googling Aborigines brush fire, like coming up with any word combination I can. The the best I saw was that. Some believe that they know how to stop the brush fires from spreading. Okay. Because they, you know, been dealing with it from lightning strikes and so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, they've dealt with this forever. But a patient in a South Australian, a patient in South Australia lost part of his genitals after a rare disease led him to develop gangrene. What part of his genitals? Oh no! Does it matter which part? Yes. See, does no. it matter wait, the frank no, or the beans? Wait, it's all no. pretty... wait. Well, no. Wait. I think Bajay means that wait. it would be worse to lose the hot dog. Exactly. I can lose an upper like, piece of my testicle, but I cannot lose a piece of my penis. No, none of this sounds good wait, though. Should have said jank. 
None of it sounds good. <laughs> no, no, no loss. I can lose some potatoes. I can lose some potatoes. I'm all for zero loss. I can lose some potatoes. Not losing no meat. I can lose some potatoes. The patient who was not identified in the case a report published by the BMJ journals BMJ. Uh, developed calciphylaxis of the penis. Oh. Calciphylaxis, oh, no. uh, like as per the Mayo Clinic, wasn't that a, a, wasn't that a Fantastic Four villain? Calci- Never mind. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, <laughs> is a serious, <laughs> uncommon disease in which calcium accumulates in the blood vessels of the fat and skin tissue. Oh. Yikes. The condition so typically caught. I'm sorry. He lost his Frank and his beans. Let, let me finish. Okay. The condition typically causes blood clots, skin ulcers, oh. and can also lead to serious, potentially deadly infections such as gangrene oh. or the death of tissue, typically caused by the lack of blood supply. Yikes. Uh, the 43-year-old patient had obesity, type 2 diabetes, high oh. blood pressure, oh. and kidney disease. Oh, so he, he probably couldn't use it. He probably couldn't use a dick anyway. <laughs> I thought this was a healthy man. That does thought... not make the city better, guys. Well, I know no, it doesn't. True. It doesn't make it doesn't. better. like, you know, random 43-year-old. But if it was like random 43-year-old black dude in modern shape in Chicago... Can't just gang read of the penis. I'd be afraid of a J, but it's a huge man with type two diabetes, and it just knocked me off the list. So I'm okay now. It's not always about me, but you're, you're already getting bad news from your doctor, and then it's like um, you have gangrene of the penis. <laughs> oh my god! I feel get well, Mister Australian man. Okay. He's, fine. He's, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Right? Fine. He's fine. Okay, Elliot's going to kill us. Go ahead. <laughs> he eventually developed penile gangrene as a result of all his problems, leaving doctors no choice but to leave him with a, quote, penile stump. <laughs> after oh the tip God, of his penis yeah, was well. removed. <laughs> oh, no. That just made things right. work. Penile stump? What the fuck? His poor we, brain. We left you with... We are the beans you with the okay, stump, though? Sir. Like the beans are... You can you you work with the stump, right? Okay. Why? I think so. Just, just, um, just get rid of everything. Don't leave me with anything to remind me, please. You remind me of the dick that I once had. Now I'm sitting around the house all mad. Sorry. <laughs> No, you're not. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, is everybody okay? No. Do you know how mad I'd be if the doctor no. was like, "We left you with a I'm... stump, a stump of what, bitch? I need all of it. Right. At, at least if, it. you're gonna give me a Go stump. Give me, it. give me, <laughs> give me a pros, give me a prosthesis, something. Give me like one of those like, oh my god, like those artificial legs people have, but it a penis the, version. It is Exactly. I'm not even a guy and I'm feeling hurt over here for this no, poor dude. Like, it is the year 2020. I... No, you're going to hear this. It is the year 2020. Yeah, I lose my jank in an explosion. I should be able to pick one out of a catalog and it be mailed to me and surgically put on by someone who is qualified to put on jank. 
It's got Bluetooth, you know. Like on Ricky <laughs> fucking Morty? What the hell? <laughs> What if it had internal settings and it lets you know how your performance is? Okay, I can get behind that. Reviews on Yelp. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god, no, that would actually be helpful for us women if we could give Yelp reviews on bad penis. Wait, why did you give me women. There why did you give me that. two and a half stars? Come on. What? Oh. There, there is an app. For what that. app? What's that I'm not app? giving the name of that app. I don't. I might be on it. A marriage oh proposal. Oh my god! No. A, a marriage proposal. Fireworks caused the panic after it was mistaken for gunshots. Oh shit! Would they just settle the fuck down with these baby announcements and wedding announcements and people getting blown up just to find out the fucking genitalia of their upcoming baby? The hell is wrong with people? Customers at the Howell, New Jersey movie theater, first mistake, assumed the fireworks were gunshots and panicked. Why are you New shooting Jersey. fireworks off at a, at a theater? A man who set off fireworks near a movie theater as oh, his friend made a marriage proposal created a panic among moviegoers who mistook the fireworks for gunshots leading to a 911 call and an evacuation. Uh, Howell's Township police responded to the escape theater. <laughs> That's the name of it, too. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, you said it was in Jersey? No wonder they were scared. And to make it bad, it's spelled escape like the band escape. Oh, shit. Oh, like no. The, one, the band T.I.'s wife uh, and, and half of his her body parts belong to. Right, right. <laughs> what? Remember T.I. said half of his wife's body oh, belongs to him, yada, yada, oh. yada. Um, but yeah, you know, it's the, it's all, do you want to... I can't see this name without <laughs> singing Escape songs. They were actually pretty good. Uh, but yeah, yeah pretty good. people, fireworks aren't good, especially when you're in places like New Jersey. Right. Right. I... You know, a number of those uh, forest fires in uh, in California started over a marriage proposal. Uh, Gender reveals going wrong with explosives. Uh, Jesus Christ. Dude, so here's the thing. So in most of Northern California, at least once you leave Sacramento, you cannot have fireworks. It's illegal because there's so much grass all around. There's like basically giant hills covered with grass everywhere. So the fact that people are still doing that after everybody lost everything a few years ago is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, the 23-year-old man uh, told police he set off the fireworks as part of his friend's marriage proposal uh, at their other business. While noting there was no intent to cause panic at the theater, a post on Howell's Facebook, on police Facebook page, said it was obviously uh, just a poor decision uh, rather than an overt act. The man was charged with firework infractions and disorderly conduct. No one was injured. So that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Was there any looting? I kind of hate fireworks. Was there any looting? What is wrong with you? Because if, if shit's Look going at what down, I want to IMAX projector. L3. Why does everything turn you're into the, por- the purge for you? Because I want an IMAX projector, and there's no way I can afford one, but if shit's going down in the movie theater, I can grab an IMAX projector. How popcorn. are you going to get it out of there, though? How are you going to get it out of there, though? 
Look at Heister, why you, you gotta make you're making L drink and you're you probably giving some? him gray hair. Why why you gotta use lot? Because I can't you Elliot used to work at the theater. He can tell me how to go upside and take out the guards. Nobody okay, so you're gonna say <laughs> it on no the air. Oh my movie. god, Maje. Yeah. Exactly. I walked the fuck out. <laughs> Maje, just <laughs> Oh my god, Maje, just <laughs> Maje, you can afford a digital projector, they're not expensive. They're not. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, you just want to fucking fuck shit up. That's all. Just admit it. Just, just admit it. Look, I just want to steal shit without having the consequences. Then, okay. if it, then is it really stealing? Yes, because I still have it. That means. But you... if there's no consequences, then you didn't do anything wrong. Okay, well, yeah. I just want free shit. I just want free shit. See, I, I, I was Every about to make a joke about you being the kind of black people that get us in trouble, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I would only steal shit when it's free, so you know. Majli is the millennial that the boomers are always talking about. Wait, what? Like I'm a scavenger. Like I'll help people move, and then like say, "Hey, you don't really need this PlayStation Two, do you?" And then take their PlayStation Two, and then. <laughs> Traded for games with PS4. What? I help. What? I help people move to take shit they don't want and then use that for personal gains. I got an Xbox out of Elliot. Who want their PlayStation? He did get my Xbox. Exactly, and I played that for. Oh. for he had, he, I got a PlayStation with GTA San Andreas, the greatest game of all time. Stay away from yeah. my Xbox. You can't ever help me move. Well, no, that's the thing. Yeah, so uh, by the time I help you move, you probably already have the newer Xbox, so you don't need the Xbox 360. I'm going to play my 360 until they tell me I can't play it anymore. They're going to take it out of my cold, dead hand, most likely. Okay. Well, you probably Okay, Mr. Heston. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the <laughs> podcast. I'm a little drunk, and I was about to announce the show again. That's yes. okay. So can, that's like, okay. It's just, you know. Yeah, I recently learned that somehow, some way, we ended up on iHeartRadio, but I've never submitted our, our, our RSS feed to them. And since they have a network of shows and pay people, I think they should give us money. Are we going to get paid? Because the nigga needs some cash. Yeah. Are money? That, yeah. That, that iHeartRadio money? Isn't that a Christian? It's no, iHeartRadio. No, iHeartRadio is just like internet radio. Wait, do we, yeah. have plug, oh. do we have to plug sex toys? Is we can plug blood plugs. What? Oh, Who's plugging? God. Actually, I probably could. Yeah. Well, yeah, we do want to get that 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 first one. Everyone, that, that everybody sweet, gets sweet Adam and money? Eve. Yeah. No, if they, if they have plug. prosthesis with Bluetooth, we can we can plug them. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We can sell the show. Oh, that sex poor toys. dude. The, I we probably could. We could. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. I got I a real sexy voice. Yeah, I think we should sell. I sex have people tell me all day I have a nice voice. So we just got a 3D printer in our house. Never mind. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Peace and be safe. Wait, wait. Last thing. Imagine having the Bluetooth jank and have a Reagan being like your performance is poor. More thrusting. Yes. More thrusting. I love it. Let's it. do it. We're making sex toys. Yes. Bluetooth. Yes. Yes. Good night, kids. A hundred percent.